Hello Aries, welcome to Cancer season. Cancer is an important sign for you and it's a season to pay attention to. As an Aries identified individual, your sign begins at one of the quarterly markings of the year at an equinox. And Cancer is also a sign that marks a quarterly marking, a solstice. And the relationship between Aries and Cancer is a very foundational and very important primary relationship this is a sign and an energy that has a lot to do with your sense of belonging and the courage and I'm going to say strength that you can draw upon to be who you are in the world. And the world, of course, is an enormous place and it's full of all kinds of opportunities and risks. And to go out into the world requires us to leave the safety and security and comfort of what is known. And to go out into the world, I think, effectively and sustainably, we also have to be able to return to some place that feels safe and to a place of comfort and to a place that really helps us draw back into our roots and our foundations and what supports us and stabilizes us in the world. And this is the place of cancer for you. And as we enter into cancer season, as we cross the threshold of the solstice, it feels like there is a pull for you to orient and identify what and who and how uh, helps you return and recollect and remember um, aspects of your being that are core and intrinsic, that are timeless and supportive for you to do and be in the world in the ways that you want to do and be. Themes of safety and, again, belonging are very important for you in this season, and it feels like you are making a new relationship in some ways with these themes and potentially doing some inner work to reformulate uh, and re-envision how your sense of safety and belonging uh, wants to evolve and update now. I think a lot of you are understanding that a core sense of belonging really needs to, I'm not going to say originate inside of you because I think it's a relationship between internal and external and it is very hard to feel a sense of belonging in external contexts that don't necessarily support that. But there is a feeling in your chart right now that you need to belong to you and that your sense of sovereignty and creative freedom are inextricably linked to your sense of selfhood. And currently, though there may be um, ideas that you're working with around how you want to connect with people who your people are, your sense of belonging, etc. You really need to belong with you. And I think that you feel this. And there's a big theme in cancer season around cultivating this relationship, cultivating a sense of inner stability and inner security. 
And doing this while you are also applying yourself in some very practical and also potentially impractical, impractical but creative and exploratory ways um, out in the world, doing new things, expressing yourself, and taking some risks. So the first week of cancer season from the solstice, uh, which arrives just after a new moon, um, until about the first quarter moon or so, the last couple days of June, uh, your chart is pretty busy and it feels like you are strategizing a little bit around these themes of security and belonging and your personal sense of uh, stability, which is ultimately rooted in the ways that you value yourself. I really would love to encourage you uh, throughout cancer season and especially this inaugural week of cancer season to write down a list of what you appreciate and value about yourself and maybe reach out to trusted friends, family members, um, people who you've worked with or, or know in some other kinds of capacity people who you can trust to give you an honest answer and ask them to also reflect to you about what they appreciate and value about you. Write yourself a list, get a little collection going and draw upon it frequently and add to it uh, frequently as well as different things come up. This is an important time for you to be building and bolstering a sense of self-confidence that is also an evolutionary self-confidence and an emerging self-confidence. Um, my feeling is that you'll come across many traits that are lifetime traits for you that have to do with your spirit and your essence. And you'll also come across different skills and capacities and ways that you have grown and developed yourself over time. And in this way, you can reflect on what is innate about you that is valuable, that you can appreciate, that you can um, continue to focus on and cultivate and enjoy. And you can also get a sense of perspective around what you have built and what you have grown because of your focus and because of uh, maybe some of your innate qualities, you know, interests that you have that have turned into hobbies that have turned into skills or something like that. But it feels like this is an important time for you to be um, really working to steady yourself internally, to believe in yourself, to draw upon your skills and your innate qualities, um, to kind of support you in an energetic way. And then as we move into July, the sense of energetic support is really important for you. And this is a period of time uh, from, I'm going to say from July until September or October, this is a period of time for you in which you really want to be forging new relationships with your sense of self and as you forge these relationships, there is a challenge and an opportunity for you to update and innovate who this person is and to express yourself with more confidence and freedom. But the sense of energetic support is really, really helpful for you right now. 
And the feeling that I get here is that you want to feel some sovereignty in yourself. You don't want to feel that you are reliant upon external validation or other people's ideas about who you are, why, you know, you're great in this way or helpful or valuable in that way. You need to know this uh, internally. And there's there's a feeling here of also wanting to let go of the external focus and really hone in on what I'm going to say is your joy and your essence and your lifelong interests. Um, As I'm recording for you, which uh, I'm recording, by the way, on Sunday, June 18th, so it's the day after the Gemini new moon. We're not quite into cancer season yet. You are listening from the future. Take what works and leave the rest from the past. Um, But as I'm recording for you today, I just finished a workshop with Janata Petras. She presented for Embodied Astrology. She's uh, been teaching an amazing series on artistic alchemy, mutable magic for a soulful and creative artistic life. Um, This series, by the way, you might be really interested in. Aries is going through a big creative revisioning and rebirth right now. And one of the exercises she had us do was to draw a picture of our teenage selves and think about what we were wearing and how we were expressing ourselves, and then to write love letters uh, to our our teenage selves and to think about what we were obsessed with as younger people and how those early interests and fascinations have brought us into our now, into our current moment. When I'm looking at your chart, I have this sense of recollection and remembering being really important for you right now. And it feels like there are some themes uh, from early life, from your early childhood, from your adolescence, from the parts of your spirit and soul that existed at times when maybe they were less concerned or preoccupied by whatever happens in adulthood, whatever happens as we age. Um, I don't know how old all of my listeners are, but wherever you are in your life, can you reflect back on moments in your life when you were really aware in some ways of who you were? And I think that for many of us are, you know, early childhoods, four or five years old, um, and then early adolescence uh, periods of time, there's such a passion and a vigor and an authenticity around the personality. And though you may have changed a million times since then, there are some threads that have not changed, though they may have been buried, they may have been forgotten. It may Uh, have been that you've actually been severed from them for a little bit of time. And so this feeling of remembering and recollecting parts of your being that have gotten lost somewhere, and I'm going to say they got lost because there was a lack of uh, inner security or stability. There was insecurity. There was doubt. There was the bullshit of social circumstances, right? As a young person, we are so sensitive to our environments and to themes of inclusion and exclusion. And, you know, kids can be cruel and adults can certainly be really cruel. And the feeling of needing to fit in, needing to survive, needing to make yourself into someone or something that other people find valuable, worthwhile, believe in, etc. 
um, can be so disheartening and in many ways erase or obscure uh, some of our core attributes and vibrancies. And as we move into July, there's a feeling of you really need to ground in what is authentic to you. And you need to remember who you are and who you were before you took on the trappings of who you were supposed to be. And particularly for those of you who have been laboring, I'm going to say for the last decade and a half or so, to create something for yourself or something in your life that means something in the world. That's in air quotes. Uh, there are so many ways that we want to grow into ourselves, create lineages, uh, do the adulting work, etc. And again, so many of these um, points of focus, though they can be very strengthening and valuable in so many ways, can also sometimes lead us to deviation from our soul and our spirit um, and, and what we have known very uh, intrinsically about ourselves since the beginning. There is a Capricorn full moon on July 3rd that is a very powerful full moon when it comes to these kinds of themes. This is a full moon that illuminates and pulls focus to the feeling of being somebody in the world. You in your status, you in your ambition, you in your projects. Um, what is it that you are trying to be and do? What is it that you have tried to be and do? And now there might be either an emphasis on next steps or completion or the value of that and where you want to go next. Um, but it also feels like there's some kind of coming home that is really important. Like you've gone out, you've done some things, you've tried to apply yourself in some ways. All of that is valuable. All of that is necessary. And there are these deeper pieces that I'm going to say are soul pieces. They're foundational pieces. They're inner child pieces. And they need to be called upon, worked with, invited in, integrated and reintegrated. The day before the full moon on July 2nd, we have the first of two cancer season embodied astrology workshops. Cancer is ruled by the moon, so both of our workshops this season uh, coincide with the lunations. Both the full moon and the new moon this season are incredibly powerful. They're very poignant and potent and potentially quite emotional as cancer can be. Uh, the July 2nd workshop is with Bridget Hickey. Bridget is an artist, a writer, a medicine maker, and a healer. Bridget also is a very skilled translator and interlocutor with the spirit realms. Bridget forges invisible intimacies. They work very deeply in the realms of ancestral and environmental and elemental guidance. And their workshop with EA is called Architectures of Protection. And in this workshop, they're going to be calling us into the Cancer Capricorn axis in our bodies. This very much has to do with the contents and the container, the protective structure of Capricorn in our bones and our skin, 
holding the life-giving nourishment yet soft permeable waters of cancer the inside of our bones are fluid filled of course our bodies are very soft they are um, life-giving and also extremely sensitive and fragile they need that container and in the workshop, Bridget's inviting us to feel into our spiritual and energetic spaces of protection so that we can nourish the inner life, the inner body, and the guidance that's calling us forward. Now for you, Aries, as a cardinal person, Aries is on the cardinal cross with Cancer and Capricorn. This workshop, first of all, was curated for this moment, but secondly, is perfect for you right now in terms of these themes. If you resonate with them, it feels like this would be a very powerful place for you to come and do some of this inner work that is about holding what you have built, holding yourself now, whatever age you happen to be, in the uh, outer sense, right? The protective sense, the containing sense, uh, in ways that allow the inner body to expand and to grow and to reach into new realms. And the week before and after the full moon, so pretty much from the last few days of June until about the 9th or 10th of July, you are in such a deep space. And this is a period of time when many of you might be needing to feel some feelings. There might be some very tangible ways that you are reconnecting and recollecting with your inner child, with your home and family um, imprints, and also potentially currently with however it is that you orient and identify with home and family. This is a period of time that is very, very powerful for you when you use it as a point for reconnection. This might be reconnection with your ancestors, might be reconnection with the land and the spirit of the land and the, the place that you are in. And certainly it is about reconnection with your inner self, your child self, your spirit and your essence. From mid-July uh, forward and through into the coming uh, season of Leo season, there's a, a pretty palpable shift in energy. And in your chart, this feels both exciting and productive. This is a highly creative period of time for you. And I really can't stress that enough. And I also want to stress that creativity is messy. <laughs> the um, potency of the creative process, I think, is chaotic in its essence. In order to really, um, you know, create, we have to draw upon everything that is here. And there is so much that's here. And it feels like you're in a place from mid-July forward where you're in both a messy creative chaos and you are trying to put pieces together in a logical, effective, and somewhat strategic way. My sense is that on kind of a deeper level that's less uh, prescriptive or predictive around the specific what you might be doing, because again, astrology is enormous. There are 12 signs, but 8 billion people. So you got to make the meaning that's meaningful for you. My feeling on an energetic level is that you are really trying to create something with your life right now that includes your creativity, 
that includes this sense of recollection and remembering about your passion, your essence, your spirit. What makes you different and unique and special? How can you organize yourself and orient with those themes so that you can bring them into your day-to-day life in ways that are also humble and of service to something greater than you? The feeling here is ego maturation. You need to know who you are and what you bring. It is so important that you have courage and confidence so that you can meet the responsibility of your life and the world so that you can bring the work that you are here to bring. That work is going to be different for every Aries identified individual, but right now your charts are resonating so strongly with the feeling of a need to become more deeply coherent and um, directional with what is coming through you as an energy to feel that you have a a sense of purpose and a forward motion. And I want to take those ideas out of the realm of capitalism and capitalist productivity. I really would love for you to think about these ideas broadly and generatively and generously. But there is a feeling right now that you want to take the reins of your life. (laughs) Like, In what ways can you steer your course? Can you guide this ship? This requires you to know yourself and know yourself well. This requires your courage. It requires your confidence. And it requires a sense of surrender, a willingness to not be perfect about everything. If you've got something that feels like, okay, this is me, you know, add it to the pot and add it with a dose of of humor, you know? Uh, So many of us, myself surely included, uh, hold ourselves back so much because we're waiting for perfection. We're waiting for some kind of final form. In your chart right now, there is a need to do the thing. I don't know what the thing is for you, but you got to do the thing and it's not going to be perfect before you do it. You have to put yourself out there, apply yourself, have courage, again, confidence, coraggio. It is about the heart essence, the heart eminence, trusting in and believing what you have to bring. The last week and a half of cancer season uh, is very potent. And I would say that on the collective level, collective astrology, There is quite a big shift in collective energy. It feels like things uh, really ramp up. There are so many themes in our world right now around um, equity and inequity and the need to bring ourselves back into balance relationally, also between the human realms and the environment and the planet that we live on, uh, certainly around wealth and power. And in our personal lives, I think that many of us are navigating these themes as well in our relationships to one another, to ourselves, to what we uh, engage with as you know, work or vocation or sense of purpose, to how we survive and uh, make lives for ourselves, etc. And in your chart, this is a very, very potent time. So we have a new moon on July 17th. And this is the same day that the eclipse points, the nodal axis, 
uh, move out of Taurus and Scorpio into Aries and Libra. And over the course of the next year and a half or so, you have the North Node moving through your sign. The North Node uh, arrives in every sign once out of every 18 years or so. So this is a pretty significant moment. This is a moment that describes an evolutionary momentum and thrust forward when it comes to your sense of self, your identity, your personality, your body, uh, your aesthetic, how you express yourself, how you put yourself out in the world. And of course, when the focus is on you in this way, then your relationships will have to transform. You are evolving, Aries. And this is a period of time, again, I don't know how many times I'm going to say this in your reading, confidence and courage are underscored. And now I also want to be clear that I'm not talking about bombastic, arrogant, egotistical confidence and courage. Sometimes the Aries archetype really gets painted as this individualist kind of heroic, you know, he-man figure. And that's not at all the vibe right now because the South Node in Libra is also speaking to the need for you to be working in your relationships in ways that produce right relationship and harmony. Now, right relationship, quote unquote, right relationship and harmony are not produced by people only being nice to one another. Let's make a discernment and a differentiation between niceness and kindness, right? Niceness is a performance a lot of the time. It's a surface affect. Kindness resides in the heart. It is a compassionate source. And sometimes kindness actually involves some element of conflict. When we really care about people, when we really care about our relationships, we need to be honest about what isn't working for us and what we need if it's not showing up in those relationships. And in your chart, as we move into the Cancer uh, New Moon in the last few days of Cancer season, um, my sense is that there is a kind of stabilizing in your body around this time around who you are and what you need in your relationships, both currently and what I'm going to say foundationally in your one-on-ones now with partners, with friends, with colleagues, but also with your family figures, parental and authority figures, um, and you know, relationships that you've had for a really long time. <laughs> sometimes our longest relationships can be, you know, some of the most supportive, but sometimes like not that supportive because it's hard for people to uh, keep up to speed with one another sometimes. And it's the beauty of family that we remember ourselves and each other uh, way back when together, that we can hold those pieces together. It's also sometimes a frustration of family that people keep us in the past or we might keep each other in the past. And so my sense for you is that this is a, a new moon that is calling you towards a kind of next level of your maturation. And it might require a little bit of productive conflict. My feeling is that when it comes to your attachment system, um, that the need right now is to feel the togetherness and the love and the bond, even when there are sources of disagreement. The feeling is that you, 
you want to discern between true need and false need. And the true need, I think, is more energetic. It's more spiritual in some ways. It brings you closer to your core when you know it. The false need is performative. It's superficial sometimes. Uh, It might have you grasping or trying to control other people or somehow manipulate people's behaviors or your own behaviors. How can you stand strong in your own being, center yourself in your own being, and feel that you are worthy of receiving what you want and need And that if others are not able or willing to give that to you, you can still have it. And relationships can evolve. They can change. The stability work that we do with one another can evolve and it can change. We don't need to hold each other in the past. How do we move with one another into the future? Sometimes to move into the future, we have to uh, give clear signals that we're no longer in the past. So it may be you, it may be somebody that you're in relationship with, maybe family members, etc., calling for this kind of change. But this is a process that you want to bring yourself to, again, with courage and with confidence. Um, hiding from it will not empower you right now. Avoiding it, apologizing for it, uh, even forcing it, you know, coming at it from an egotistical way, all of that. Stay in your center, right? Know what you know is true for you and be willing to reflect on it, move with it, evolve with it, trust your inner guidance. The day before the new moon, we have our second embodied astrology workshop for the season, this time with Jules Esquinka. Jules is an embodied astrology member from Mexico City and an astrologer who um, is bringing in some Mayan cosmology to work with the Cancer New Moon. Jules is offering a workshop called Latinx Love Letters to the Moon. I'm really excited for this workshop. It is the first bilingual embodied astrology workshop. So if you are a Spanish speaker or know folks who are or you want to learn, um, this is definitely a great place to be for that. But Jules will be introducing us to the Mayan goddess of fertility, Ixchel. And from what I've been starting to learn about Ixchel, um, this deity is very much related with both life and death, with the interweaving and crossing between lifetimes. And the soul work that we do to give birth to ourselves and to creation and the ways that we work with divine energy to traverse the in-between spaces. This feels very much um, aligned with what you're going through. And again, it was curated for this moment, but as a cardinal sign, uh, all the, the cardinal cross signs, I think, um, will really get a lot out of this season's workshops. Um, this is work that is necessary for you to do right now. There is really a feeling of some things need to end in order for other things to begin. Ways that you used to orient to safety, security, family, bonds, who you are within the um, containers and the confinements of your quote-unquote safe spaces is growing and evolving You need different kinds of containers now. You are being asked to give birth to yourself in some new ways. This requires you 
to do that work of transformation, of weaving between your various lives and incarnations and ways of being. The last few days of cancer season as we move into Leo season are, um, I'm going to say, fairly intense in the relational realm. And in your chart, I'm really feeling uh, that there is an urge for you to express yourself in ways that really resonate with your heart's truth. I want to also encourage you to be curious about what is coming up with friends and romantic relationships in particular, as well as any projects or spaces where you may be striving to express yourself authentically and creatively. Um, there, there are uh, some influences coming in with Venus retrograde, Venus stations retrograde the first day of Leo season. Venus will be retrograde until early September. Um, there are some influences coming in here that ask you to remember back to eight years ago, 2015, June through August. What was emerging then that taught you about your needs for self-expression, for confidence, for courage, for self-ownership, for sovereignty, for listening and trusting your own guidance, for expressing yourself with authenticity. In the past eight years, you have learned some things, you have integrated some things. Any of you who had traumatic experiences uh, June through August of 2015, I really want to emphasize that astrologically, when we know a repetitive cycle is coming up, it's not actually a reason to be scared that the same thing has happened. It's an opportunity to feel excited that we can now integrate what we learned. This is a time for you to know the beauty and the value of your own heart and spirit. This is a time for you to disentangle yourself from notions of self-worth and value that do not serve you, that have you reaching for outside validation, that have you getting stuck in situations that are confining or thwarting to you. This is a time when it is so important for you to remember and recollect what you have always known about who you are and what is special about you, your, your soul work, if you will. Throughout cancer season and beyond, every Monday from 8 to 9.30, I hold a drop-in by donation space called the Somatic Space on Zoom. This is an opportunity to work with the week ahead astrology through your body, through the felt sense, through meditation and guided visualization, and also somatic practices that land uh, some spaces of, of knowing and exploration in our flesh and our corporeal intelligence. My experience uh, with these classes is that every week I'm supported by them, that whatever is coming up in the week... Um, just has a different kind of possibility for integration when I'm practicing at the beginning of the week, attuning myself to the celestial weather. Any opportunities you have, especially in cancer season, as it is an important season for you to do the integration of astrology with embodiment, 
I think would be very, very helpful. Just hearing about astrology or reading your horoscopes or something can definitely be helpful, but really working with it, internalizing it, metabolizing it, contemplating it through the felt sense can be absolutely transformative. That's what embodied astrology is all about. It is a very non-traditional astrology space. It's so much more than these horoscopes. It's a vibrant and growing community. We have monthly meetings where we gather to discuss astrology and embodiment together. We have study groups that are forming where people are crafting their own language for their experiences with astrology. We have amazing workshops throughout the year with an incredible team of facilitators and so much more. Coming up next season in Leo season, beginning uh, on the 22nd, we have a four-part series on um, learning your cardinal angles. That's your rising sign and the three points that correspond with your rising sign, the midheaven, the uh, nadir of the chart, and your descendant. These points are just as important as planets and getting to know them is super helpful for getting to know your own personality, your relationship styles, your core needs, and how you want to put yourself out in the world and what will support you in those ways. Gabs Tosi will be leading that series. They are a photographer and an amazing astrologer. And Aries, you've got so much artistic creative energy in your chart right now. Any ways that you can play with creative process that involves expressing yourself and showing yourself in new ways and dare I say, having a good time with it, like working it a little bit is just juice for you right now. It's so invigorating. It's so vitalizing. It's very exciting. Um, I hope to see you at any of the EA workshops. I think they'd all be really helpful. Uh, for many reasons. And the Leo season series, I think, could be really fun, especially for those of you who are interested in self-portraiture and seeing new and different aspects of yourself. You can find more information on all the EA offerings at embodiedastrology.com. Aries, I'm wishing you all the best in cancer season and beyond. Lots of love. Bye for now. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on, and our podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. In our memberships, we also offer a variety of transformational, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers, weekly Embodied Astrology movement and meditation classes, a monthly conversation and tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and follow us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening.